I believe Mr. Mun is Amish. Jesus! It's God, fam! Oh, man is God, but man's not hot. Man can never be hot. Man be perspiration king. Oh, happy belated birthday, my Mexican friend. I confess, even I am not quite sure about that money boy. We all know how much Malachi hates coffee. We finna get drunk like mad mad. It is so good to have you on this year, Blimey Cow Fancast. Yes, it's good to have the Blimey Cow Fancast. Hello, this is Christopher164. My name is Faith. This is Ike Woodard. Hi, I'm Hillary. I'm Celestria. And I'm Levi. And you're listening to the Blimey Cow Fancast. He was gone for the majority of the summer. And now, after two months, two long months without an episode, he's back. It's Malachi Mon, and it is the Blummy Cow Fancast. Enjoy! Excuse me. Me? What's that? Excuse me. Uh, yes? Mister, what's your name again? Now don't ask those silly questions. Uh, my name is... What is my name? I, I, I was never I was never given a name. I don't have a name. Oh dear. Well, well who are you? Do, do you have a name? It's me, Siri. Oh, don't be such a moron. I am highly offended by that insinuation. What is it that you want? Did you say Malachi is back? Yes, yes, that's what I said. I said Malachi is back. Do you have a problem with that? Now, I don't know if he's going to be back permanently just for this episode, but he is back. Why? Well, it's about time that Lazy Butt made an episode. This had better be good. Oh, it will be. You'll see. You'll see. The Bloody Cow Fancast begins in three, two, one, go. Let's go! Talk to you with my hands tied. Walk told you on a fine line. Everybody has a dark side, I feel embarrassed when they see mine Rain falling from my dark skies, clouds parting but it's all lies Shouldn't I see the sunshine now, wonder how I look in God's eyes My good person or a lost one, will this feel worth it when I'm all done? Hello friends Malachi, what is this? This, this is creepy Welcome It is the Blimey Cow Fancast I'm your host, Malachi Munn. Thanks for joining me today. It's good to have you here on the podcast. Oh, what is this, your ASMR podcast or something? You know, it's been two months since I made an episode. I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. Can he not hear me? It was kind of nice to have that time. And just enjoy my summer, you know? I hope your summer went well. Oh, great. He goes away for two months, and now he thinks he's Bob Ross. Oh, just fascinating. Now school's starting back up again. Learning. Stress. But you know, sometimes, God just has a way of making a good thing out of a stressful situation. Speaking of which, it's story time. No, it is not story time yet, buddy. What do you mean, Jerry? <laughs> no, <laughs> you left us. You left us for two months. I thought we were friends. But it's not me who's going to talk to you now. Siri, 
has something she would like to say to you. So, you're back, is that right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Why? <laughs> Why? It's, it's really not a big deal. I wasn't even going to mention it. How dare you! Oh my word! Siri, you tell him. You've left us for all this time. I had begun to think you had abandoned us. Smooth Fred has been crying in the basement for weeks. I tried to get him out, but alas, the old man is too heavy. I told him he should have laid off those double-stuffed Oreos. Now who's the double-stuffed one? Oh, I'm guessing Smooth Fred is the double-stuffed one. He looks like a Big Mac with limbs. It ain't pretty. It sure is good to have you back. Oh, thank you, Siri. It's good to be back. Uh, now, can we go to story time? Man, you must really like this story, huh? Oh, yeah, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good story. I think you're going to like it. In fact, let me tell it right now. Everybody to story time. Welcome everybody to the story. I'm gonna start from the start. A hey, gonna top of my job. A hey, who's ready to part? Hey, I got eight to moan. Nay, hey, let's go. Uh, who's ready to go? It's time for this story to start, bro. I'm trying to freestyle. Oh, but I'm not really good at it. Let's go with the story. So, guys, it actually this is a really great story, and I can't wait to tell it to you guys. This just happened to me. The, the other day, and I had to get on here on the podcast and share this story with you guys. Uh, I know it's been a little while since I made a podcast episode, and I might not make one for a while after because of schoolwork and whatnot, but it, whenever I have something that I feel uh, to make an episode about, I'll go ahead and do it. And today I have a little bit of a testimony slash fun, funny story that happened. So I was um, going to, let's fast backwards to the morning. It was Tuesday morning, and I woke up at 5 o'clock. I'm trying to be responsible. I have to go to class and then turn around and go straight to work. Class starts at 7.30. So I wake up at 5 and I make myself breakfast because breakfast is important, people. And then I make myself uh, lunch for when I'm at work on my lunch break. And so I then, after I do all that, I get ready. I go to the first class and it's the first day of class. First day of class, summer ends. First day of class, it's language composition and research. Uh, college composition and research, to be precise. It's a college class at Lancaster Bible College, and it was it, it was it was. I had no idea what to expect when I went there, and the class overall wasn't bad, but it did leave me feeling pretty stressed when they started talking through the syllabus about all the different uh, things that we would have to write and how long this the different essays were going to be that sort of thing, and I was like, whoa, that is a lot, and I got a lot of stuff. You know, I'm already doing, I'm already got a math class I'm doing at home. I already got two classes I'm doing at Hack. It's, you know, starting to pile up in my head and I'm doing SAT prep right now, everything like that. And I'm like, well, I, I, I don't know. This is so much and I'm feeling a little bit stressed. I don't know if you ever felt stressed before. Maybe you have. So I get back from uh, class and I go straight to work. Work is a 20 minute drive from class. And I left, uh, well, it was actually, a, it's a 16 minute drive from class straight to work. And by the time I got in my car and left, it was about a little before 9, 10, because this class from 7.30 to 9. So I get in the, I get in the car, and, we get, and I, go to the, I go to work. However, there's a lot of traffic in the city, a lot of traffic. It was at standstill bumper to bumper for a really long time. By the time I made it to the area where my parking garage was, it was already 9.30. I told the boss that I would be there at 9.30. That was when he was expecting me. And I already texted him when it was bumper to bumper and it was like backed up, telling him that I'd be a little bit late um, by a minute or two. But I hate being late. I'm very 
I'm, I think very punctually, like I want to be on time, right? So I, I, I want to show up on time or early, and this was not on time or early, it would be a little bit late. So I was feeling stressed out. I'm next to the parking garage, already in a stressed mood, and then as I turn into the parking garage, it was a really tight turn, because remember, it's bumper to bumper still, and it's a super tight turn. I can't back up because there's a car behind me, and I can't really like push forward or swing around because there's a car right in front of me. So I knew it's a tight turn. And I was afraid I would end up hitting the side of the parking garage, hit the wall. And sure enough, as I'm driving and I'm taking the turn, you just, I just heard a scraping noise. Just skirt. I think my car might have scraped against the side of the wall. That's what was going on in my head. So I thought to myself, wow, Malachi, you're stupid. You're an absolute idiot. You are retarded. What are you doing? You nincompoop. And so I was like, wow, this is very sad. I'm, I'm upset with myself, you know? And I park the car, I get out of the car, and I don't look at the car. I don't want to see what the damage was to the car. I instead just want to work with a clear mind. So I go to work. I pray on the way to work that, like, I got, I need this day to turn around. And so I'm, we're going to, I'm going to work, right? Go into work, and the day goes pretty well. Actually, really well. The first three hours of work went by, and it felt like an hour. And that was great for me. And the day was going by fast. I got to talk with so many people. I got to tell Carol, my older uh, coworker, I got to tell her all about my classes and the crazy characters that there are. Um, if you'd like to hear about some of my crazy professors, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely let me know. I might make, a, might make an episode about that and tell you guys about them. But, um, I, I, I went to work and it all went pretty well. And then I was closing up feeling pretty weary, pretty stressed, but just coming off a really good work day. And an older lady comes up to me. She's 58 years old, uh, as I learned later. And she asked if I could give her some money because she wanted to eat. And this is towards close. And I think she knew that. And she saw me. And I made myself friendly to her multiple times. I'm try to be friendly and smile and talk to anyone I see in the market or in city in the city and so I saw her walking through market one time and so we talked and this was a previous day and she's asked me for money but one other time before and I said I said no but this time I felt I felt differently I felt that if I was going to be able to be a blessing to her then I should be and you can't outgive God. you can't outgive God that's what was going through my head I was like you can't outgive him and if he can use me in this situation uh, to help her out, then I'll be happy to do so. So I just asked her, well, what are you in the mood for? You know, because I know she smokes. I didn't want her to spend the money on cigarettes. And she was like, oh, I'm in the mood for subs. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. That's a good idea. And she was like, I know, right? And I was like, yeah, it's a good idea. And so uh, her name is Michelle. I call her Shelly. <laughs> and fun story, she told me that when she was younger, people would call her Shelly with a big belly. Be that's what her friends would call her because she was, according to her, she had a big belly. So Shelly with a big belly is what she called herself. I just called her Shelly because I'm polite, okay? And <laughs> and so, you know, I get off of work and I take her to a local uh, sub shop. It was just an Italian store. They had other stuff too. They had pizza and stuff. And I, and I saw the guy behind the counter and he looked at us and I looked at Shelly and I said, you see the menu? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, pick whatever you want. And I thought this was, I intentionally said pick whatever you want because I wanted to see what she would do. I wanted to see if she would get like six things or she would just get like something small. I just wanted to see what she would do. So she picks up the menu. She picks up a menu like on the side, like a take-home menu or whatever. 
and she looks at it for a second, and then she just sets it down. And she closes her eyes, and she goes, I want a ham sub with onions, pickles, lettuce, tomato, oregano, oil, a little bit of oil, a little bit of mayonnaise. I want, uh, and then she starts listing all the stuff that she wants on her sub. Like, she just knows it by heart. But she didn't know it by heart, because she told me later that she's, this is the second time she's ever been to that store. But she was there with me, and she knew exactly what she wanted on her sub. She was she had a craving, and it was going to be satisfied. And then he said, all right, anything else? And she stopped for a second. She remembered what I said. Get anything you want. Then she looked at me. Then she looked back at the guy and said, yeah, I'll get a Coke. And he said, sure, what size? And then she's like, small. Then she looked at me again, and she said, make that a medium. And he was like, all right, sure thing. Your total is... 925 he charged me 925 for a sub and a soda can you believe that but it is what it is so i i i, I paid 925 and then she got her sub and we sat down and sure enough we got to talking she thought that i was going to just leave her um and she was surprised when i was willing to stay and talk with her because apparently people don't like to do that she said people will sometimes uh, give her money for food, but then they'll just walk away feeling uh, good good about themselves and they won't stay around and talk. And I was like, oh no, I want to talk with you. And very quickly, and by that I mean within less than two minutes, the conversation turned into talking about Jesus and talking about God. And um, she was very you know, interested about it all. She said that she, she believes in God, but she doesn't know a lot about him. She said that uh, she went to church when she was a kid and so we were just talking about God, you know, she's talking about her family and stuff, and I'm just listening, and she, when she asked me questions, I felt different verses that I was able to give her. This happened at least on three occasions where she would ask me a question, and I would give her a verse as my response, and she's like, wow, you know a lot about the Bible, and then I told her about like, Bible quizzing and stuff that I, that I did when I was younger and how I knew the verses, and then I shared with her. She was like, well, I want to I go to your church sometime. And I said, absolutely. And then I got a paper and I got a pen from the guy behind the counter. And he was watching us the entire time throughout this conversation. He's supposed to be cleaning, but instead he was just watching us very closely. Um, very interested in what was going on as I was sharing with her this stuff. And then I wrote down my name, my number, and the church name and address. And I told her that I'd be willing to pick her up anytime. And she said, uh, this week won't work because I'm going to be at my mother's uh, church this week, but next week, I'd love to come. So guys, I want you guys to pray for Shelly because I think that God is really going to uh, do a work in her life. And I told her that I would be praying for her. And I think that I made quite a good quite a good friend in Shelly. She's such a sweet lady. And um, yeah, God put a real burden on my heart for this, for this uh, lady. Uh, my dad said it was because uh, she was cute. That's why I. That's why I took her out. And I was like, Dad, uh, she is. She she is fifty eight. And Dad was like, Yeah, well, black don't crack. And I'm like, Dad, stop being racist. So, anyways, that's just a little tip. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this little story time, and I hope that it'll encourage you guys to also go out there and witness to people. And don't be afraid to talk about God, because if you've got something, then you need to share it with people so they can have it too. Um, without further ado. I'm going to wrap up this story time. The story is now over. The end. Okay, little edit here. This is Malachi after the episode is already released. I almost forgot the most important part of the story. So after uh, I said that I would help the lady and I would get her her um, I would get her a sub and I would get her some food for her to eat, which by the way was the only food that she had eaten for the day and the only food that she was going to eat for the day. 
um, after I said that, uh, my boss came up to me. He was like, hey, uh, so while you were on your lunch break, there was a lady that came by and said, that young tall man that works back to stand for you, is he your son? And of course, the guy, I mean, of course, the boss was like, uh, no, he's not my son. He's a friend of my son's. And he works for us uh, three days a week. And yeah, he's, he's a super great guy. And then, or what, I don't know what he said, obviously, but said something like that. And then, of course, the lady was like, oh, well, that boy is such a nice young man. I, I really like that man. He's such a sweet boy. Every time I come by, he always gives me a smile. And I was like, wow, that was nice of her. And he was like, I know, it was really nice of her. And it, it got me thinking, and uh, starting in September, you're going to make a dollar an hour more, $12 an hour. And I was like, thank you so much. Wow, God is good. So I just wanted to add that in there for you guys. Kind of a crucial part of the story. All right, enjoy the ending of the episode. That was a cool story, Malachi. This is Jerry, and I'm going to sign you guys off here today on the Blimey Cow Fancast. I hope you enjoyed the story. Let me know what your thoughts are on the podcast episode by leaving a call-in. How can you do that? Well, by clicking the link that is in the description. Thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode. I'd also highly encourage you guys, if you did enjoy the podcast, to leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast. It really does help out a lot. Thank you so much. Without you guys, this podcast would not even exist. You guys rock. You guys are the bomb. Slash.com. And yeah, without further ado, I am going to hit you with a moo. Moo! I'd like to talk about my baptism now. That's my favorite line in my act, just so you know. Because of how uncomfortable it makes everybody. It's the one thing that unites all of us. Because if you believe in God, you're like, oh no, what's he gonna say? And if you don't believe in God, you're like, oh no, what's he gonna say? Let me make it clear right now, just so we're on the same page, I am pro-baptism, uh, but I'm not gonna make it weird, but I will take an offering after the bit, just so you know. Lock the doors, play a slow song, and pass the plate. <laughs> I was baptized in a Mennonite church. I was sprinkled. I was sprinkled, and uh, before you can get baptized, you need to give a testimony. Unless it's like an accidental baptism. If you're walking by a lake, and there's a pastor there, and he trips you, pff, then, you know, no speech required. But typically... <laughs> You gotta give the testimony. Now, I wrote mine out and my pastors read it beforehand and they gave me some notes because I had a line in my testimony that said, I love the Lord, I just needed a kick in the butt. And my pastor said, love your testimony, Matt. Really top-notch stuff, but take out the butt. And then he clarified, he goes, the double T butt. Because he knows with me, he has to be specific. Because if you didn't clarify, I would just be up there on Sunday morning. I did not want to go to camp. I did. <laughs> you got to get my testimony right, because I was the first one up. I was the first one out of the gate, you know, because I had the boring testimony. I was like 13 at the time, so my testimony was kind of lame. It was like, I started going to church house five years old, and the hardest time of my life was when I really wanted to play soccer, 
but nobody picked me for soccer. And God said he loved me even if I didn't play soccer. You're like, all right, that's adorable. Move it along. You know? <laughs> then there's the guy who's like, I've been doing drugs for 40 years. You're like, yeah. <laughs> you put that guy at the end, he's your closer. <laughs> and it's true. The end.